Hello, my brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us once again for During Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kitts. Well, let's get into it with a prayer, and then we'll get into the message. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us this guidance and the ability and the platform to be able to talk to people and to share your word with them. And maybe it'll bless somebody today. If it does, Lord, bless them hearty. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Give us this word. Give us the Holy Spirit to help us, guide us, and to teach us, and to help us get this message out to the ones that need it. In your blessed holy name we beg. Amen. The Golden Calf. When Moses went up onto Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments in Exodus 24, verses 12 through 18, he left the Israelites for 40 days and nights. The Israelites feared that he would not return and demanded Aaron to make them a god to go before them. Aaron gathered up the Israelites' gold earrings and ornaments and constructed a molten calf. And they declared, This is thy God, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. And that's from Exodus 32, 1-4. Aaron built an altar before the calf and proclaimed the next day to be a feast to the Lord. So they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. God told Moses what the Israelites were up to back at the camp that they had turned aside quickly out of the way in which God had commanded them. And he was going to destroy them all and start a new people from Moses. Moses besought and pleaded with God that they should be spared, that the Lord repented of the evil in which he said that he would do unto his people. And that's Exodus 32:11 through 14. Moses went down from the mountain. Upon seeing the calf, he became angry and threw down the two tablets of stone and breaking them. Moses burnt the golden calf in a fire and ground it into powder, scattering it on the water and forced the Israelites to drink it. When Moses asked him, Aaron admitted to collecting the gold and throwing it into a fire and said it came out as a calf. The Bible records that the tribe of Levi did not worship the golden calf. Moses stood at the gate at the camp and said, Whosoever is on the Lord's side, let him come unto me. And all of the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, Put ye every man his sword upon his thigh, and go to and fro from gate to gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. The sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses, and there fell the people that day about 3,000 men. The firstborn were also involved in that sin as well as many other men. Therefore, the firstborn lost their lofty position as Kohamahan, as no longer being allowed to officiate the sacrifices and other priestly duties. And therefore, no man could receive the priestly gifts, such as the firstborn animal, the tithes, and other things that was given to the Kohamahan. The firstborn had still a special status, but not as the Kohamahan. According to the Bible, the golden calf was an idol, a cult image made by the Israelites when Moses went up to Mount Sinai. In Hebrew, the incident is known as the sin of the calf. 
bull worship was common in many cultures. In Egypt, whence though, according to the Exodus narrative, the Hebrews had recently come from, the Apis bull was comparable objects of worship, which some believe that the Hebrews were reviving from their wilderness experience. Alternatively, some believe that Yahweh, the God of Israel, was associated with or pictured as a calf or bull deity through the process of religious assimilation and sacraments. Among the Canaanites, some of whom would become the Israelites, the bull was widely worshipped as a lunar bull and was the creature of El. Some believe that the symbol of the bull was thought to be as a renewal of life. And we notice that the whole entire entire tribe of Levi did not sin. They remained completely loyal to God and never worshipped the golden calf. Because of that, God awarded them the job of serving God at the Holy Temple. Most of them did service as Levites. Aaron, and he was a Levite, he became the high priest, and his descendants become known as the Komenhei. But what about the firstborn? How do we criminate the fact that God saved them from death in Egypt? And since the command was given that each firstborn son would be considered holy, we perform a ceremony in which we acknowledge that the miracle that God did for all the firstborn. Now when the firstborn son was redeemed, it is because he is no longer a comite. He has certain advantages as a firstborn, but he may no longer do the holy service to the holy temple. God spoke to Moses and instructed him to have a separate tribe of Levi from the, the other Israelites so that they may take place of all the firstborn among the Israelites, that the Levites would be mine, saith the Lord. How is this replacement done? Well, by means of the Piatai Haban, or the redemption ceremony of the firstborn. When the firstborn boy is 30 days old, the father recites the relevant blessing and gives a value of five shilams to the proper Kohamite priest of his own choosing. Even though the firstborn son is no longer allowed to perform the holy services at the holy temple, each though of the firstborn sons must be redeemed at the age of 30 days. The firstborn sons of Israel will always retain a measure of holiness. When we think about this too, uh, everybody else got killed that worshipped the golden calf but Aaron. Why was Aaron not killed? You know, Aaron built the golden calf for the Israelites to worship in Exodus 32 and severe judgment became upon all the people that worshipped it. Yet Aaron went on to serve as high priest. It hardly seems fair that he should be one that escaped punishment. He was the one that made the idol after all, while the others were judged. There's two possibilities of this. First, one could make a strong case that Aaron was punished by making the golden calf. Though he was not punished at that time exactly, Aaron would later die in the wilderness and never enter into the Holy Land. Aaron also endured the loss of his two adult sons in a judgment from God. After Aaron made the golden calf, his life included many difficulties that could be seen as punishment. 
A second response is that God did not punish Aaron for making the golden calf because Aaron had already chosen to be in the high priest in Israel. Despite Aaron's sin, his role of leading worship in the temple remained vital. In Exodus 28, it reveals this important role that Aaron and his sons would play in the worship rituals for Israel. The position of high priest was promised in Exodus 28, and this was before he molded the calf in Exodus 32. It is safe to say that God used an unlikely person to serve such an important role. Aaron, the man who led the Israelites astray to worship the golden calf, was the very man that God used to lead the Israelites in worship in the Lord. This pattern is often observed in the scriptures. Many times God uses the least likely to accomplish the task for his glory. Other examples include David, the shepherd boy, becoming a king, Paul, the church persecutor, becoming the martyr and missionary leader, Peter, a fisherman turned evangelist, Mary Magdalene, a demon-possessed woman who became the first to see the resurrected Jesus, and many, many more. God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. 1 Corinthians 1 and 27. Other factors concerning Aaron and the golden calf are also important to consider. First, Aaron would have been among those who would have repented of their sin. In Exodus 32 and 26, it says, Moses stood at the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. Remember that. As a son of Levi, Aaron was also one of those who would repent, and God forgave him. Second, verse 30 notes that Moses interceded for the people. You have sinned a great sin. Now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. The example Aaron and the golden calf is irrelevant uh, still today. The example of Aaron and the golden calf is still relevant today. When we sin, the Lord calls us to repent and receive his forgiveness based on the intercession of our mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy 2 and 5. When we are restored, God can use our lives in his service. God can and will use all of us if we only submit to his will and obey his commands. You can make a mistake and turn away from God, but I will caution you not to wait too late to repent and come back to God. No matter what you've done or not done, God knows and can restore you to have his power within you once again. God bless you and we'll close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for these examples of what to do and what not to do and how you are a redeeming God and that you love us and that you will welcome us back into your fold, Lord, if we are truly sorry for what we've done and ask for forgiveness. In your blessed holy name, amen. I want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show 
Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more within minutes of finishing each recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you.